This is a WTOP original podcast. From Podcast One. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. This is one of those episodes that's very difficult to put together. This man is an Afghan. He's a former interpreter with the U.S. military. And his wife is being chased by the Taliban. And he's worried. They are just heinous. They can murder you with a different inhuman manners. He says it's not enough for the Taliban to kill someone. They want the victims to suffer. It's not just slaughtering. Slaughtering would be a very easy manner. The story, it's a gut punch, but the story has to be told. This is about Afghanistan. This is about people that are trapped there right now. Several days ago, we found out the Taliban was in control of Afghanistan. Again, something we never imagined would happen after the U.S. invasion of Afghanistan in 2001. But here we are, and now there are people caught in the middle as the U.S. tries to leave and the Taliban tries to take over. And we've got two of their stories today. Coming up on this episode of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. Capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. By now, most people around the world know what's happening in Afghanistan. Something that few people imagined would ever happen. The Taliban is now in control of Afghanistan again. This happened as the U.S. was exiting and evacuating Americans from Afghanistan. The U.S. military and the U.S. government expected the Afghan national forces to essentially protect the country. That didn't happen. And now a lot of innocent Afghans are in harm's way. Two of the people who have family members in harm's way in Afghanistan are joining us on this program. They're two brothers, NT and RT. They both were translators for the U.S. military for a number of years in Afghanistan. And we're going to talk to them about exactly what's happening, how they feel about it, and what's next. You were an interpreter with the U.S., is that correct? Correct. So tell me in your words what your job was. Okay. Um, my name is um, RT, and I start to work with the U.S. Armed Force in 2007, March 2007, as a language. So when I start my job, and uh, in that time, I think that was Titan, uh, the company called Titan. I was hired by the Titan company, and this deployed me to Southeast Afghanistan, which was Paktika province. Paktika, yeah. So, I started work with the U.S. Armed Force in 82nd Division in Paktika province. The camp name was Khairgut. It called, the stand name for that was KKC. Okay. 
in the second year born in KKC. I was uh, assigned with one of the company and uh, I started work with that. That was a combat company that we had operate, uh, operate without ANA okay. in that. So we were working there for a couple months. Then I got transferred from, the, I came to uh, Kabul mm-hmm. for vacation. So since I'm from that region, I was exposed by the local people and others that I'm working with the U.S. Armed Force as a linguist. After that, when I came back from my vacation to uh, Gardis, which was uh, in that time there was a, a camp uh, next to the uh, core, sure. uh, next to the camp uh, lightning. So I informed my teams, my PUC. His name was uh, Sergeant First Class Kelly. I informed them that, hey, this is uh, what happened with me, and uh, I'm exposed by the people that I'm working with the U.S. Armed Force. They passed that message to their uh, chain of command, to company, and they said, no, you stay there till we figure it out what, you need, what we need to do with you. Mm-hmm. So I was there like almost for a month in, in Gardis. That's originally I'm from there. My parents, they born and they raised there. Okay. So I was there they, okay. for almost a month. Then they transferred me from there to Bagram Airfield. Gotcha. Bath, okay. To the ACP. Okay. So what are your thoughts about what's happening now? I mean, you have to be, it has to be heartbreaking. It has to be tough. But tell me your feelings right now. Feeling, uh, what I would say that... Uh, we don't want to bring that situation even on our our enemies. That's what the, our major feeling is. So I cannot explain explain my feeling, what's going on inside my heart. Because physically I'm sitting here talking to you, to my brother, to other friends, but I don't know what I'm talking about, what I'm doing. Because my whole tension, my whole focus is back home. Mm-hmm. I left a wife, I left a big family there. My wife that I got married her for, it's like almost seven years now. I left a kid, a, a daughter, she's five years, old, five years old. I left a son, he is 17 months now. Mm-hmm. I left my brother, my my brothers, my sisters, my brother that he's sitting here with me, uh, next to me, uh, his wife, and I have like a huge family that we all work for the United, uh, for Afghanistan's uh, government with supporting United States. They are in ANA, they are in uh, ANP, they are in NDS, they are in civilian uh, uh, workers in the uh, in the Afghanistan's previous government mm-hmm. and that uh, Dr. Ghani, Dr. Karzai is uh, uh, while you are president. Yeah. So while we are, you guys leaving and you see that uh, the government is collapsed and it's been captured by the uh, Taliban, we already saw their regime 
that how they are dealing with the people, how they are running the country. And we don't want that regime back on our people. The worst point that it's hurting us a lot, those people that they left behind, our family and entire people that they are left there, they are because of us. If they are getting punished because of us, if anything that's coming, that's because of us, because we expose them to those people that they are left in there. Because we were the people that we were faced, and we were the first step people with the United States Army and other international uh, forces against terrorism. Mm -hmm. So they were called like we are the eyes for the international uh, uh, forces in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. We were the people that they are most looking for. Mm -hmm. Let me ask Even, you. Yes. Let me ask you this very brief question, uh, RT. Your wife and your family, is it true that they are under threat from the Taliban? They are under threat and death, and I'm not feeling well and even the moment I have a contact with them to get the situation update every single minute from them. So you're saying you saying that situation that they are facing with that right now because I cannot see it. So I don't want to yes sir. Who are they under threat from? From the Taliban, from the people that they knows us, what we were doing there, what was our job that we were uh, what, working there. What will happen to them if they are caught? If they caught, I cannot imagine that what kind of um, situation they will bring on them, but they will, they will ju just slaughter them like right away. Yeah. Even they will not let them for a minute, I would say like for a, even for, a, for a, an hour. Mm. Thank you. Um, let me speak with uh, NT for a moment. Okay. For the, for the other um, information regarding our concern, I will pass it to uh, NT and he will express uh, he will express our situation uh, with his word. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, RT. NT. Yes, sir. Thank you for being willing to speak with your brother to me. Um, You're most welcome. Tell me what the situation is with your family. Well, the situation is as obvious as you see him in uh, national and international media that the Taliban took over um, Afghanistan, despite the fact that the international community leading by the U.S. forces, not community, fought against them for two decades. And then they easily left them to those um, international terrorists and they took over the government. Do you, was, uh, do you feel that the government, the U.S. betrayed them? or leaving betrayed them? Well, for right now, I'm not in a, in a, in a right state of mind to, uh, to, to, to jump in 
mm-hmm. politically and 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 talk about that politically mm-hmm. but all i can tell you is this is an embarrassing yet suspect on our own face and a good expression is that i learned from mr dryer yesterday it's like spitting on the wind so uh it's mm-hmm. not just i wouldn't uh, blame only the government of afghanistan the previous government of afghanistan but also the entire international community because uh because in two decades we have lost 6.5 trillion dollars which is treasury we lost time two decades and we lost men and women children innocent people men and women in in uniform i'm talking i'm not talking only the afghan people but the us men and women in uniform nato men and women in uniform civilian contractors and hundred thousands of people in that two decades war yet we just left everything behind we step on all those values morals and 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 service men and women that they uh blasted they they sacrifice for for our safety and freedom mm-hmm. uh ignore that and then just easily give away uh the 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 power to Taliban okay so that's kind of embarrassing let me ask you this question Tell me about the condition of your wife and your family. Well, uh, uh, I'm not sure you have enough information. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Mr. Dreyer has passed all my information to you. I have served as a local national uh, linguist. No, 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 no. That's not my question. That's that's not that's not my question. My question is. Tell me what situation your wife and your family are in right now with the Taliban being in power. Well, fear. Hmm. It's fear. It's a fear that it's not explainable, but it's felt by who? By me, by my families. You may understand it, but uh, I don't wish you to feel it, God forbid. it's 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 a hectic situation people that they are there on the ground and fearing for their life is different than uh how we are right here uh specifically what bothers me the most is that there are people that had nothing to do with the US troops uh needed with Taliban but they are just paying for some other people's service and a good example is our families my my spouse my brother's spouse and those two kids that they are in their own world has nothing to do when we talk with them on the videos that's the most painful <clears throat> and torturing part of that when i see my 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 niece and nephews uh and they don't know what will happen because they're happily they don't know what Taliban means and what the US troops means what the government means they have nothing to do but we know what can come on you what kind of god forbid what kind of situation you will face with that have nothing to do with all these things you are just on your own world what is the worst that could happen to them in your words 
Uh, I fought against the Taliban for 10 years, 10 years. And I know how brutally they punish people. They are just heinous. Uh, they can they can murder you with a different inhuman manners. It's not just slaughtering. Slaughtering would be a very easy manner to be killed, but they have different ways and methods to increase fear. Their power is their fear. They will set an example by punishing some people so the rest of the populace can learn from that, set an example. Therefore, their manner, their method of punishment would be totally different that you cannot even imagine. Mm. From my own experiences that I've lost friends, colleagues, combat mates, is not explainable. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question then. Um... What do you fear will happen to your wife? Um, that is. Um, I know this is. I know this is hard. This is a hard question. You might trying to uh, make your 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 story or interview. I'm trying. Right. Let me just explain. The reason I ask this hard question is because I need for our audience to understand just what you're going through. I don't ask you this question just to, you know, put you through trouble because I, I feel very badly for you. Um, I just ask the question so you can express in your words just how important it is for help to come. That's why I ask you that question. Well, um, when 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 that kind of situation, when there is a gap, security gap between two governments or two different groups, a government versus a terroristic net, network group, then everything is obvious. Everything can happen. There are people that they may did not like us. The lo- among local populace, the government people, and the Taliban is obvious uh, that they can, they can, they can, they can do anything. They, there is no safety. There is no nothing. It's it's a ground. It's a jungle. Afghanistan has turned to a jungle. Mm-hmm. So there is no nothing that we can go and hide. Where would you hide? Who would you go to? There is no government, and we cannot run to Taliban that, hey, save me from this. So this is a situation. If 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 there is a government, we still fear. If we run to Taliban, that would be even worse. They will slaughter my, my wife, not just what with 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 Bennett or with uh, with swords. But they will slaughter her with string, with shoe repairing strings. So now the the, the the worst part of that is my spouse is not an American. Her her spouse is an American, which mm-hmm. is me. Can can she be legally supported by America? No. Is there a guarantee that she would be supported by America if, in case she is in such kind of situation, which she is already? We are just consuming our own efforts to 
to hide her somewhere on behalf of the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. If that didn't make sense, let me rephrase it. I have values, morals, and ethics. I fought 10 years against the terrorists. I cannot live under their regime. I lost cousin. I lost American friends. I lost linguists. I fought 10 years. I feel like I was used as waste paper and then left behind to those murderers, those international terrorists. Mm-hmm. alone. Now, do you expect me to make a one-man mission on behalf of the superpower country in the world to go right now, take a plane and ticket, go to Afghanistan and put myself in that situation to rescue my wife and take him to a third country or bring, him, bring her here? Now, do you expect me that? I can do that. That's not a problem because I'm an, I'm not politician. I have ethics. I feel it's my wife. It's my love. I can't leave her to be brutally punished with those heinous animals. Mm-hmm. I cannot leave her or, or I cannot see her uh, being in that situation. So it means that I will do, I will put my life at risk, at danger. I don't care about my life, I care about her because she had nothing to do. I worked for 10 years. I received the benefits of it. My family took advantage of the money that I made, but she didn't see anything from that. Mm -hmm. So I will go, i rather die being captured by those animals than seeing my wife from the paradise of the world, the U.S., and looking Mm -hmm. at her and 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 punishing her. Mm-hmm. NT, thank you so much for taking time to speak those words from the heart about your situation. And um, I say to you that um, my thoughts and heart goes out to you and your family and your wife and your brother's wife and family, your whole family, your whole situation. Thank you very much. You stay okay. safe out there. You too. Those are the two brothers, N.T. and R.T. They're Afghans, former translators for the U.S. military. They live in the U.S. right now, but they both have wives and they have children that are still in Afghanistan. And they're afraid, they're running, they're hiding because they're concerned about what the Taliban will do if they find them. We'll have more stories like that coming up in our next episode. I've said to some colleagues and some friends and family, the situation in Afghanistan is one very similar to one that we woke up to on the 6th of January here in the United States. Something that I never imagined would happen. Yet here we are. So we're obligated to cover it. So more of that's going to be coming. In the meantime, if you have any questions or comments about the program, send me an email at jgreen at WTOP.com. That's the letter J, the color green, one word, at WhiskeyTangoOscarPapa.com. J Green at WTOP.com. Also, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and to follow us on Twitter. We're at TUSA Podcast. That's at Tango Uniform Sierra Alpha 
podcast. Also, if you'd like more national security information and news, sign up for my newsletter. It's called Inside the Skiff. That's Inside the Skiff, and you can sign up at WTOP.com slash alerts. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Now, stay tuned for the latest headlines from the Associated Press. 